Many moons ago, before we were all a twinkle in the eye of our forefathers and mothers, there was a shop that existed like no other. For inside, meats met and combined into the oddest of stews, a place of a brew from which all of the me and you came. This is the butcher shop of life and where we all began. Dearest Phyllis, this salt is ground better than any salt has ever been ground. Yea, Michael, for I doth grind it between my teeth and set it out to dry. Why, then every spice of flavor is a spice of thy own taste, of thy lips. Each kiss of food is a kiss from our dear mother's lips. I and as my greatest of sons, you are the one to take it from my mouth into your hands. Oh. And from there I shall funnel it gently, passing these tiny grains into the shaker so that all may enjoy as much or as little as they like. I feed as well, and I feed as the village. Yea, I shall take the stakes out home from under my arms, for they are now quite ripened. What would this town be without your loving warmth and embrace? Bland, be it bland. For the spice of life doth come from not only my gob, my elbows, my underarms, for it comes from my experiences thus. Hey, and we are all better for it. For many babes only get to nurse from their mother for a short period of time, yet you have filled our entire bellies with all the substance we need. Yay, except for the one, Mike. The one substance that they need and infect yourself. Be neither spice nor silk nor taste of any kind. But what be that secret missing ingredient? Tis the harm of life. Tis the noise that you find by presenting upon this village. And yet you stay, Michael, you stay. Yea, who would leave willingly this beautiful warm embrace? Like you said, Mother, the rest of the world is bland. Rememberest thou the photographs that I carry that absolutely plaster the side of our home of my adventures. Maybe well they're bold, maybe they be bland, but yea, they belong to me. For you yeah. look only to my pictures, you eat only my salt. I need nothing that comes not from you, mother. Your adventures and stories are enough to fulfill my mind's eye and feel fulfilled itself. I wish for you just for the once to taste a paprika that did not come from my knee pit. Why, I can think of nothing worse. 
But if that is your wish, mother, I have always followed thy guidance, and perhaps thou art correct in which I have relied too much upon you and your stories. Takest thou just a day to think, and if thou go forth, then takest thou a sausage link, and it will find your way back home. I shall take the next 24 hours to ruminate, to marinate, and see if things are not too late. My good cow, Bessie, thou art my only friend. Speak once, speak once more, and make my cares come to an end. Oh, good Antony, thou art the only one who can hear me speak. Yea, yea, speak more, speak more, Bessie, for each word is better than any that come from human. Thou knowest that... I am a friend to thee, and yet I do worry for thee, for thou hast no humans to speak with, and I would thou didst have a friend or two beyond myself. Good Bessie, thou art generous indeed, and yet thou knowest not the reason for my lack of human friend. It be that thou art so glamorous to them that they look upon thee with desire. Be that true? For thou dost speak very highly of me, and yet I only be a cow. Good Bessie, thou art a god of cows, and of this desire of which I speak, it be not carnal, but of the meaty variety. Dost thou speak of what I believe you to speak of? For I must say that I am feeling... Somewhat afeard. Afeard. Be afeard. Greatly afeard, Bessie, as I am. There be no human for me, no conversation to be for any single stray word, and thy existence will be compromised. Indeed. I do wish to take... A walk out in the fields. Nay, 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 not in the fields. Nay, nay, not amongst the grass or underneath the sun, for that be where the people be. Oh, good, Antony, I do beseech thee, let me walk in the sun and, and see the other of the cows and eat the grass, for I do long for it so. Good Bessie, thou must know. The fate of the other cows be sad, so sad indeed. Just the other day, I saw one such cow, seemingly as lovely as thee, led away to the house on the side of the hill that they call the butchers. <gasps> Nay, say it be not so. One of my kin, perchance, or, or a friend, has been taken? Yea, not taken, 
stolen, stolen from life, stolen from existence. Who are the thieves that did take her? Well, they be the people in the house, for they roam free and wide across the countryside looking for victims. And yet no one stops them? They roam freely and just take and take and take? Nay, stopped not, for the others have benefit, benefit of meat, that you see blood in their mouths, sometimes cooked, as if charred, as if the souls were not good enough by themselves, but needed the heat of hell. Live we among savages. We must leave this place. Quick, Bessie. Bessie, we must leave. We must go. We must into the hills, nay, even to the mountains, to the Alps above, until we reach heaven and the sky so high that no butcher can come for thee. Wilt thou take me with you? Now? Now, Bessie, now and forever. Let us go. A brouhaha for a brouhaha of stew. I stir, I chant, I turn you, you water, into broth of life. With each passerby you grow rife and rank with thickness and sludge that the village consumeth and turns into mud of the earth. Mm. I do smell something delicious from this way in the wood. I do follow my nose and see what is good. I do hear something delicious thus far into the wood. I shall beckon it closer as I would with my earthen wooden broomstick. I do feel pulled in this direction to ease my hunger and find some direction. The pool in front of me doth swirl as I feel someone enter into my field. I call out to thee. Dear chef, I hope there's enough in your bowl for you to share, if that's not too bold. Mm. Brew, yes, I see into you. This be Michael of the town who has left in order to find more happiness which may surround. Dear Michael, I know thee, come closer. I apologize, fair being, for I recognize you not, yet it appears we have met before at some point. Indeed, thou couldst not remember me, for thou wert a babe, and I, of course, far younger than this wrinkly visage before thee. Why, I see not age, I see only the kindness of thy remembering me in my grown state and 
hopefully sharing a delicious bite to eat. Thou wert always good and kind, Michael. Oh, I wish that were the case, yet I have overstayed my welcome at my home, and my mother has sent me out to live. Oh, dear. Be there something wrong back where thou art from? No, but that apparently be the problem, for perfection is something that ought not to be had, but to be lost, to be sought, to be needed. Hmm. Well, come sit down by this fire, by this cauld- by this pot of stew, which I have cooked up for you. Oh, uh, yes, my nose did hear your craftsmanship. Indeed. I once also belong to the town from which thou hast gone away from to seek other pastures. Yeah. Thou couldst tell me about thy journey so that I might learn from thy mistakes or be enthused to continue, for I must admit I do wish to go back. <laughs> well, we all wish to go back with a quick hack of the behind. Cut off our legs so we cannot run from the things which we are scared of. But I grew a new pair metaphorically, one might say, found my own way away from the butcher of life. Now I've had a small taste of this fresh-made stew, but tell me, is there some salt or pepper? My dear boy, there be salt of the earth. And within that is simply one's own worth. Thou shouldst not seek merely to just find. What does thy mind really say about the town, about the origin, about the layers, about the tree from which thou hast come? Do you believe in it, yea or nay? Why, yea, I have seen it, I have felt it, I have tasted it. All of my senses are one with this town. How could one not believe in something so real? Well, then thou hast not yet drunk from the pot of the surreal. The only place one can go for true freedom are dreams, or the future, the forward, the things thou mightest never reach, but can always hope to achieve. I am intrigued by thy lullaby, and hope that it be not the nightmare I fear, but if thou shouldst enlighten me, I'm here to hear. Well, dear boy, thou art sleeping as we speak, and yet thou art walking as well, and so sleep walk into the sweet farewell of pastures and forests, and decide whether the real life or thy mind is the reality thou wilt prefer. Me had thought the past twenty-four hours were hard, but the next shall challenge all I know.
I say there, I say there, upon this place I have come, I wish not to be here, but I must ask for the one named Phyllis to come to the door. Yay, I just see you, and as I warble over, I roll my eyes, for you are here, not a third time. Good, good, Phyllis, I would speak to thee not, and yet, strangely, I have a need for a great journey. I have a great journey indeed, and without that strange substance called salt, I, as a human, would die without it, and yet I know ethically it be not pure, and I still need it from thee. Once more you say that you are going forth on a journey. You think that you can bury that inside of your sentences, but yay, you were here so recently saying that you were off departed and yet you remain. I believe that you are not to venture forth. <laughs> not to venture forth. Be there a perimeter upon this land, not to go past in any way, shape or form. Nay, there be lands beyond, mountains and hills, and I have a friend not of human ilk, and that friend be not safe here. I must depart here. Now, Bessie gets salt. I shall equip, I shall furnish, I shall furnish her with all of the salt that she does need, for I look into Bessie's eyes and see that of an adventurer. I look towards you and see but an accountant. Thou art most cruel in thy words. Thou seest things that be not true, and yet my soul feels to shrink in thy view. I, I don't see before me more fodder for my sister. Yea, I shall give you salt and do take your cow with you and follow the forest. Befriend who you may, there may be somebody there who lookest like me, somewhat, with a lovely stew going. Mayhaps if you were to see her, she will rid you of your fear of adventure. My soul doth shrink and then grow, for there be in thy words hope has some type of show, and so I go forth, and be this place in the forest a, a ray of light upon this dark day that seemingly almost be night. I depart, please, with a small pinch of salt. Thou givest me both substance and spirit to depart. My good Antony, I am afeard. I, I do not like to walk about in the dark, and I do not like that substance that you carry. I know this substance be taken from many animals indeed. I have no way to live without it. I feel so bad to be taking it with us and all about it, and yet there are ethical ways and not every single thing that be good or bad be able to be calculated. Dost thou trust that Phyllis woman? For I did think I did see something in her eye which I like not. 
I, in her eye, be the scent of blood from the many animals that thereupon she did stand forth and say, thy existence will end today. And yet she harmed not me. Why dost thou think? I know not. Perchance thou art special in more ways than just one, and to more people than I, and thy specialness not be done. I think thou dost flatter me, Antony. I am thinking I am but a cow, and a cow like any other, for the others that we did pass were no different from me. Why should they be slaughtered and not I? But a cow, nay, not but a cow, my best friend thou art, and as I am upon thy back and carried forth, I see there a little shed upon the forest floor. (laughs) Nay, not a cow, thou art a stalwart indeed, and here we be, let this be the ray of light that comes forth for both that lets us forth from this night. I will take thee there on my back, and we shall see what awaits us there, for I do smell something that doth tickle my nose. Hark, hark, I also hear something that I smell, for this land be strange in that it be all senses combined, surreal and strange, I think my brain be deranged, and yet I hope that this door be a door to a reality most kind and sweet. If my count is correct, I've been away for but two days, going on three, yet I do feel as if I've always been gone. I do doubt all of my senses of what I thought was right, what I thought was true, for now I know not whether I be asleep or awake. Which is the truest version of me? For the version of myself which I thought was awake is the version that is most sullied by other people's opinions and thoughts and words. The vision of me in my sleep is a vision wholly of me, by me, for me. It be not tainted by other senses, it be only redefined. Yet in the waking world, I did have a mother who did perhaps do too much for me, did set me up to too much, and yet I barely remember what this mother looked like anymore, as I've met another stranger in the wood that did seem to share similar characteristics. But nay, I trust not my senses anymore, for... What feelings do my eyes have? How can I taste with my fingers once again for... Perhaps my dream state is the only state that I need. I know not what I search for, and I've been told not to search, just to... Whatever the opposite of search is. To wait? To observe? To question? Nay, I... I'm more lost than ever before because not only do I not know where I'm going, but no idea where I've been. Good Michael, canst thou hear inside thy head this voice? 
Oh, I do smell something within my brain that doth resonate. Be this but a worm or a memory? I know not if the question in my head is rhetorical or not, for be a heard voice, a worm, or a memory, I I know not hearing either before. Please identify thyself. Michael, thou askest a question before. What comes before thee, be it just mother? Why, yea, that be the logical progression, but perhaps there is more? More than a mother, indeed. Be there not more than a mother? Doth I hint at the emotion of the ingredients that doth make a human being? It be more than a mother, it also take a father and perhaps some feeling or intention. And of that father thou knowest not what tree and what twig come forth in this forest without a father and a mother and an intention and of intention and father only known be a mother thou knowest thyself not Michael I must be asleep for the voices within my head make little sense although they carry great meaning one day Michael Thou wilt wake, and thy journey, (laughs) it be forsaken in this time that not be awaken, 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 Michael, for thou art in a pot, and be but dinner to a witch. I know not what to make of this dream, so I shall turn to the other shoulder and ignore what it might mean. Ah, cow tied to a post aside a shack which not be yours. Where did thy owner run off to? Nay, I know not. And yet he hath been gone a long time. Well, not to be the bearer of bad news or poor hosting, but thou art not welcome here. And yet I know not where I am or who you be. That be a secret for the trees, for I have been banished here. A bit self-imposed, no less, but I do not harbor any good sentiment from those that come from other pastures. I do understand, and yet, as thou canst see, I am tethered and can move not. Indeed, thou wishest thou couldst run, for when I do come back, you might want to retreat. Where be thy broomstick? Oh, I me, I do think that I be in very deep danger in this place. I have never walked in the woods before, nor ever seen a creature like that, and yet I know not where Antony has gone. And I'm alone here with this being, and she means me harm, and yet can I not move, for this rope doth tie me to the spot. Ooh, hear me move. Help me, 
Good lady there, unto this door I have come, and I smell some smell that smells as a smell never smelled before. Good lady there in the corner, in the shadow, thou art known to Phyllis in some way? Art thou speaking to me? How canst thou see me in the dark, knave? I see but a shadow and eyes. Together I feel some surprise. Thou shouldst indeed. I know thee, woodcutter. I was told that there be a ray of hope here, and yet no light seems to light upon this here place. I smell, it seems as if human flesh could be thine own. I have a weapon here, and it be weaponized from animal fear. Come not towards me, or salt I shall shake and shake thee with spices most great. Thou art most ignorant. For it is not I that come to me, but thou that comest to thee. Anyone who comes to this forest be here of their own making, their own demise. This is the forest of solitude. Everyone is here for their own misery. Thy pronoun usage seems to indicate that thy pronouns get used very few and far between. So loneliness and solitude I see, and yet this smell of flesh it seems as if there be more than one, there be perhaps two. I see a pot boiling in a strange brew. Why, within this dream, I do feel that I am watching a scene for which my senses are alight more than normal sleep times, for I do feel the warmth. I do smell a delicious smell, but feel that the smell is the familiar one that I have always known. Uh -huh. These visions within my head speaking of me. Uh, that be a shadow or a form or a substance or a soul that comes out of the pot. It scares me quite a lot. Help me. Good sister, I have emerged from the village through the woods to see your findings. Ah, Michael, I see you found your way. <laughs> good sir and your cow, you too found and followed. Hello, good sister. This not be the giving of thanks I requested in isolation every year. Yeah, but I just see some feet you upon well. You and I together have created this hell. These pastures, these woods, the market that doth seep. Do you mean to say that you are no longer hungry? Has your stomach finally been sated from years of this? It always be a misery, miss, for everyone that comes here into the pot, they are all lost. I have never found anyone that has gone searching for the salt of the earth, Merely just treasures they wish would come to them as if they deserved them. Nay, 
is why we established this this time of year as the seasoning. Indeed, but with each flavor that goes into the pot, a noble man who deserves this knot and a another, a woodcutter and his cow, none of these flavors marry anyhow. Dost thou not nourish thy soul and find yourself at the bottom of a bowl and think once more we've rid the earth of this nonsense, the people and earth? As I slip into eternal sleep, my mother was not the friend to keep. She sent me off and knew full well that I would roast and land in hell. Good Bessie, thou art now done, and seemingly I would rescue thee from a fate most horrid, and yet, nay, my fate be the same as thee. We both grow to be but meat. I, Antony, tis the fate for all that do walk the earth, methinks, and yet I wouldst not end my days with anyone but thee. Nay, not anyone but thee. Let us take hoof to hand, and hand to hoof, and eye to eye, and look by and by, and then sigh, and then die. Sister, Mm -hmm. for all the virtues we have poured into here, no matter how much we drink from this cup, we will never be happy, we will never be good. Yea, for in village or wood we shudder with reason, but reach for salt and not the season. And so the woods did drown unto themselves, as they do every year, into the cauldron which doth stir itself. For as people wander into the forest of knowledge, they find that they drown, for it be too heavy. No matter what they carry, they will never find the treasure that lies beneath, as it was always in front of them at the beginning. The end.